like an empowering metal band. Oh, it's like, awesome. call your fucking family. Would it be power metal? Power metal, yeah. Oh, okay. Empower metal. <laughs> Empower metal. Empower okay, like metal. That's a yeah. whole new genre. It's Yeah, it's like, uh, I saw a vegan metal band once. And that was at Mutiny Information Cafe. Shout out the listeners. Accurate. <laughs> um, but I was just like going there to write one night. I was like, oh, it's probably pretty mellow. Nice like evening at the coffee shop. And then, yeah, it was there. And I didn't even realize they were vegan because I sat and like watched the pit and I like watched a couple like the first band that I walked into. And then, like, I sat down to write, and, like, the in-between, where they were like, thank you for coming out, meat is murder, we stand, and I was like, oh, shit, these guys are, these guys have a purpose. Right. <laughs> so their whole bio was, we're vegan. Yeah, we're, we're vegan, metal. we're metal as fuck. And it was, like, the rowdiest I've ever seen mutiny. Like, it was a bunch of... Yeah, young, I was curious, how, how was the pit in it that? Was, it that was actually, it was, like, getting smashed through, a, like, I tried to walk through the book uh, shelves, and then there was, like, eight kids that were just like, blah, blah, blah. Like, man, I just want to read some Douglas Adams. <laughs> yeah, I came here to mellow out, but, yeah. Um, Reeves, welcome to Come In Rope, and this is Honest Conversations with Austin. It's really just a free flow conversation. Sure, um, sure. Thanks for yeah. having me. Yeah, stoked to have you here. It is a, uh, um, it is my uh, partner, or I guess sponsor of my roast battle, Cruelty Carnage Crusade, the coffee roaster master himself, Reeves Brown. Thanks and for the flesh. Us. Yeah, hey man, and the ghost flesh, I yeah. suppose. Yeah, the ghost flesh. So you roast coffee here in Denver, Colorado. That's correct. I uh, I roast out of my friend's bicycle shop basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the most Denver thing that can can be done. Actually, it does sound <laughs> quite Denver, quite hipster. I if suppose. you were if you were pressing like or getting CBD out of it too, then that would be more. That would be the Denver. Oh, indeed. Yeah, the Denver. Not uh, quite at that status no, with for licensing. And yeah, don't even worry about for. the CBD. It's unnecessary. <laughs> Coffee's cooler than CBD ever was. True, true. Um, and then also sponsoring a roast battle. Yeah, like Roasting that's also coffee. very niche. Yeah, <laughs> you very punny. Yeah, I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've been to one of them. Did you have fun? Oh, I had the most fun. Nice. Yeah, there have been like lately. They've been pretty rad. Wide rights. They've been getting wild. Yeah, wide rights. Um, wide rights been dope and the energy. I just got a new spot that's called Jad's Mile High Smoke. Okay, and uh, it's like a reefer bar. Sure. So um, that'll be every second Friday and then every fourth Friday at Wide Right. Is that in Greater Denver as well? Um, that one's, yeah, just like north of downtown. It's like Washington and uh, maybe 70th. Okay. So right. not too far out there. Right. But I also think there's, I don't know if it's different county or what, because it's the first of its kind where you can like buy, go in, buy flour. They'll ask you what kind of device you would like to smoke it out of, or you can buy oh, like really? joints. Or uh, even just concentrates, and they'll give you, like, a full-on rig. Sure, so whatever medium you prefer. Yeah, because, like, the other, there's, like, dab lounges where it has to be, like, electric device. It can't be, like, open flame. But, um, so, yeah, that'll be every second Friday. Um, What got you into coffee? When did you start, I guess, roasting coffee? I'd say about eight years ago. Nice. And it started just as, just a hobby to save Mm -hmm. money, really. (laughs) Saw the price difference and. Yeah, roasting and roasting coffee, and figured I would invest a little bit and see yeah. what I could do with it. That's pretty rad. Yeah, um, I made cold brew out of it. The last bag you gave me, and it was pretty dope. Yeah, especially for these hot summer days. Mm-hmm. It's an addiction of mine where I just will I'll just set up an IV and lay back for a bit. Sure. <laughs> well, and the biggest perk of cold brew as well is that it's a perk. Yeah, perk. Yeah. <laughs> perk. Money once again. <laughs> uh, since you're not using hot water. Not as not all the acids are being pulled out of the oh, coffee, nice. so it's like fifty percent less acid in the drink itself. That's pretty tight because like I mean I definitely I stopped like eating spicy food just because of heartburn and shit. Sure, and so that so when people sense. say you know coffee really messes my system up, yeah, I Try the point them toward brew. the cold brew direction for sure. That's tight. I didn't even know that. I just got addicted to it because it was easy and right. I and could have a gallon. It. Yeah, <laughs> I could have a gallon of it in my fridge waiting for me without having to like take time. Plus, when it's cold like that, it feels like it's like liquid gold. Yo, like the, it feels valuable as definitely. it goes down. Your oh, throat. the recovering alcoholic in me. Like, <laughs> did you, when you feel it course through your body, you're like, oh, that's <laughs> what I was looking. Yeah, for. you're like, damn. Is I, it? 
true that um, light roasts have more caffeine? No, that's actually a common misconception. So that's a myth? Yes, it okay. is. Actually, if you're looking at it per volume, there is more caffeine in dark roast. And I'll kind of break that down for you a little bit. Um, so first off, caffeine really doesn't start to burn off till around 500 degrees Fahrenheit. Is it like um, THC where it has to be like activated basically? Not necessarily. No? No. Um, that's just its burning point. Yeah. And your darkest roast is really going to be around 435, maybe yeah. 440. Yeah. And that's like Turkish coffee. Yeah. The sludgy stuff. Tight. Um, so the darker the roast is, the lighter the beans become because you're bringing more water out of the bean. Oh. Cooking it like um, like alcohol? Like yeah. Like when you cook just it Just when you roast longer? Because that's all you're really getting out of the bean is the water that's stored in there. Um. And per volume, what I mean by that is, say, for a 12-ounce cup of coffee, you use around, like, 20 grams of beans. Yeah. So since with the dark roast, the light or uh, the beans are lighter, you're going to need more beans to get the, to that 20 grams. And with more beans, more caffeine. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, because like, caffeine is definitely one of my addictions, for sure. Um it's like learning the science behind it. Yeah, I had no it's, idea. Like, yeah. Or I guess even I never looked into it. I worked at a uh, – I've been a barista a few times in my life, and I worked at, like, a place that roasted their own coffee. Yeah. And it definitely was a full-on process that I never really, like, looked into. For sure. I just thought it was yeah. – When I believe uh, the general public, they think the coffee world is much more complicated mm-hmm. than it really is. But I think it's just because no one's really researching into it. No. So – well, and that was, like, actually working at that coffee shop. I remember, like, picking up just, like, books they had around. And it was, like, pairing this coffee with that coffee. And that's when I was, like, oh, people take this seriously. Yeah. Um, and I never have. It's just been, like, what's available, really. And I'll take it. I mean, yeah. Right. Because when I first stepped into roasting, I was shadowing this coffee roaster outside of Nashville, Tennessee. So you did like an apprenticeship? A shadowing. Kind of yeah. yeah, it was only like two or three weeks. I was okay. just like, hey, I'm just going to... I just want to watch, learn. Yeah, yeah. and I'm going to take notes, ask you questions, see the whole process and what it's about. And after that three weeks, he basically just referred me to two books because he was a self-taught coffee yeah. roaster as well. He was like, this is everything that I've learned from coffee. Any question I have... During this whole process. Like the Bibles to his. Yeah, so then I just picked up those books, kind of took the rest into my own hands. I've picked up two other books since then just for more advanced roasting. Yeah. and I bet you a lot of it's just learning along the way, though. Oh, for sure. Trial and error. Making mistakes and shit. A lot of, that's most of the (laughs) coffee roasting world because you can't just look at the bean after you've roasted and be like, oh, that's a good batch. Like, you still have to taste test it. Yeah. And so it's a whole... It's like a two-day thing, really, to yeah. get through the whole process. Well, you were saying how, like, you took it on to save money at first. That's yeah. crazy to think that you had so much ahead of you of thinking, like, learning and studying and, like... Yeah, it, did it you wasn't... think that that <laughs> process was going to be, as I guess, long and enduring? Yes, and, I mean, <laughs> I feel like I'm still on that wave right now. Yeah, like, the sure. teeter-totter of, I got this, and... What the hell am I doing? <laughs> and that's any, I feel like any art form or any craft, as they say, it's like never fully perfected. You're sure. always like learning. I mean, it's the same thing with every other, every other thing that, that Yeah, but that's have. how you continually oh, get sure. better. You yeah. Know? Well, and it's being that like certain degree to yourself where you're like, I want this product to be as dope as it can be. Exactly. So therefore. Plus, I've never been one to try to be a stagnant individual no who's learned like you know there's certain set and then it's just kind of written off any other knowledge that you could gain for sure count it as a credit and then right. put it in your resume for sure um well and there's like certain idols of mine that uh steve martin supposedly i mean till this day still takes a college course Oh, was every like semester, just because he's like obsessed with learning. Sure, and it's just one college course. He pays the fucking fee, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll do, do whatever it takes." Or oh, just that's like w- that's probably what will keep him young, though. You know, oh, like for an active sure. brain. Like and that. like, I mean, his his style. I mean, and like rise and stand up comedy was different than. I mean, even the movies and shit that he 
went on to do. And the banjo and the bands. It's like he's got he's got shit going on for sure. He's much more multifaceted than I think yeah. most people give him credit for. For sure. But, yeah, he takes college classes, supposedly. He had a, a late-night special uh, set where he called back to his last late-night set. <laughs> and then he also, like, excluded... Like, he, like, got in with the audience where he's, like, everybody uh, watching TV tunes in at blank amount of seconds every blank amount of seconds. So I'm just going to do bad jokes, and then this amount of people won't know what's happening. <laughs> sure. So it's, like, 200 people that don't know what's going on but, every 15... But... The whole crowd can't stop laughing because they're all terrible jokes. For sure. He, yeah, he uh, looked at it different, for sure. As a performance and a whole act, he was a nutball. But that's usually what breaks through, you know? Mm -hmm. You have to have that different perspective. Um, So, I mean, you still feel like you're learning with coffee and you're still putting out a product. Uh, Do you, um, where are you, like, getting beans from? Is there a specific? Yeah, so I have two coffee suppliers. Um... One, they're called Bodie Leaf Coffee Traders. They're based out of California somewhere. Nice. They're my main supplier. And my backup supplier is um, a site called Coffee Bean Corral. Nice. I want to say they're they're based out of Montana or something like that. Nice. And they just send you kind of like per order you would put in? Yeah, I usually get at least 75 pounds at a time. So it's a decent size order every time I get it. I assume uh, unroasted. Oh, of course. <laughs> it's like the sushi of coffee. The beans. old double roasted beans. Well, actually, the latest thing I've been working on, I've been <laughs> attempting to delve into coffee candles. So making my own wax blend, then grinding up the coffee and infusing that somehow. That's tight. So, you just know, like experimenting. A, yeah, just kind of like maybe yeah. a dirty chai latte candle. Yeah. Why <laughs> not? Yeah. A little clove, down. vanilla, ginger. Why not? I'm down. Yeah. Um, do you, uh, have any, like, uh, um, s- coffee shops that supply your beans or like on display at least? Um, no coffee shops. I'm kind of approaching more of the bar scene because yeah, yeah. I feel like any coffee company, they're just attacking cafes and mm-hmm. it's already a saturated like battlefield. For sure. So i eventually want to get my liquor license for a coffee liqueur that I want to distribute so that's why I'm leaning more towards uh, the bar sides. Totally. Well, also in like Europe, every single bar has an espresso bar. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like it's standard to have a coffee option. Indeed. And so like, yeah, I mean, I feel like we need more of that here. Yeah. So right now I only have display shelves at three locations throughout the city. Uh, one is where I roast at Z Cycle Shop in Capitol Hill. Uh, the other one's in the art district at Renegade Brewery. Nice. Uh, Real good friends with the uh, brewmaster there. Tight. And uh, 14er Brewery in Rhino, which, speaking of espresso machines, uh, 14er just is about to start a coffee line. So I think they'll be making me like a wholesale client potentially. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Teamwork. um, Yeah, is there any like coffee stouts that they've, or Uh, like anything um, with the brewery that... Yeah, last year I did three coffee beer collaborations. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I did two with Renegade and then one with 14er. That's tight. Yeah. Damn, what's that What's that kind of process as the coffee side of that? So it's basically just like a cold brew steep. Okay. You more or less like are almost done with the beer. Then you just throw the Add grounds in, the in there for like 24 hours. Damn. Pull it out, then keg it up. That's tight. <laughs> it's like a tea. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I haven't it's drank a in a beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't drank in a long time, but I definitely know of. I mean, I remember coffee stouts and definitely collabs with other companies and stuff. Yeah, I plan on doing a couple more this upcoming fall season. It's yeah, just, I guess it is a seasonal. Yeah, this beer. hot weather, no, no one wants that. <laughs> just a nice thick stout. Yeah. Like it's ninety degrees out. Let's go for it. So um, we asked like how you got into roasting. I'm curious, um, Austin, how did you get into roasting? <laughs> roasting. Uh, like, why is that your 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 niche hole that you're filling? Um, I feel like it was a form of defense. Okay. Um, I was the, the runt of the family. I had two older brothers. And I don't know where it comes back to naturally, but also even just young friendships. They were so, like... You gotta fucking hold your own, or you're just gonna or get, get eaten run. alive. Yeah, you're gonna get. It's fucking. It's the yeah. It's a. What is it? The movie Lord of the Flies. 
I mean, oh, yeah. That was, yeah, when you're running around with your friends, just doggy dog. Yeah, good luck is yeah. what it is. Um, but yeah, and I just think it was a, I don't know a form of either defense or just a because I usually do it for the laugh. You see people roast out of like out of like viciousness, and it never comes off as well because people are just like you're that's an asshole, an insult. Yeah, yeah, you're like that's just rude. So like <laughs> making the laugh. Also, it feels way more powerful for eight people to laugh at one person sure. than one person to sit back and be like, dude, you're a prick. Sure. You're like, at least, no, we're at all having fun. get a mob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you're going to if you're gonna get, if you're going to put them in their place, you make others laugh at them is what the, <laughs> it's a good strategy is what it comes down to. Um, I don't know, maybe a weird uh, observation tick Skill. I have yeah. where I'm just like, I hate everybody <laughs> and, like, and then I immediate judgments. I mean, I it kind of comes with the human experience. Yeah, for bit, sure. Especially living in the city. Oh yeah. And this is the first city I've lived in to where, and I've just like, I started driving not long ago again. Oh, like I rode, yeah. And I rode my bicycle <laughs> for years without a fucking anger in the world. And then as soon as you're like, a month in a driving, you're like, what the fuck <laughs> is happening? Yeah, I'm right just, there with you. Dude, it's un- I, I just <laughs> fixed up my bike a little bit yesterday, so. You know, I'm in the same boat. Like, yeah. I bike when I can. <laughs> do you, if do I'm you prefer the, yeah, so you prefer the bicycle? Right. I mostly keep a car for, you know, well, pop up purposes, going to the mountains to snowboard. Sure. Yeah. Oh, so you snowboard? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I uh, have gone down a hill once. <laughs> he called Should it snowboarding. go more often, man. <laughs> it was not snowboarding. I was there with him. Was this at Ruby Hill? Was, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. He said he was snowboarding, but it was... It was sports stuff. He was... <laughs> it was hillboarding. He, he, did, he did get cooking where I was like, bro, you fucking... If you foot slips out of that strap around yeah, it... Yeah, because it definitely gonna, wasn't locked into anything. It wasn't so like, like... There's no binding. Or yeah, it wasn't a It was like one of those free... It was like a free board... That was even more dangerous because your feet were attached. It just had a one <laughs> strap that he restored it. But yeah, it was I, not. I booked it, dude. I was worried for you, and I don't think you had the knowledge that like this is gonna fucking hurt. Right. But when I was like watching it, you were. Just, I was like, bro, keep it. Well, it was you, like a week after Jackass had yeah. just come back out. So you're already still in that mentality. So he was ready to push the limit. And then Austin went down one on one leg on a water ski. Yeah. Well, I went mono slalom. Huh? Yeah, I went mono ski <laughs> down it, and it was until I fucking ate shit for sure. But there's no way that I would have made it that far as you did. <laughs> so have you been snowboarding for a while? Uh, yeah, I would say probably on and off for seven and eight years. Since you've been here? No, I mean, I started a little bit, not in Tennessee, but my dad would always take us to uh, places in West Virginia. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, you know, completely different snow out there yeah. when it's synthetic. Oh, for sure. <laughs> here, I mean, even like I skied, I worked at the ski resort for 10 plus years back home. And that's in North Idaho, and that's a uh, different snow than here. Sure. A couple times that I've gone here, it's like fucking way too light, and then you like can feel the bottom. It doesn't like stack up. I don't know. I had my own complaints, but <laughs> but I also was was raised. You, uh, we talked about Seattle for a bit. You lived there for a short time. Yeah, just for a short period. Um, seasonal depression was a real big thing yeah. for me there. Just yeah. coming from Nashville, mm-hmm. I didn't realize. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, that. when the sun was just taken away from me, that whoa, I was crying for no reason. Yeah, for sure. Well, and especially <laughs> something. I can't be funny. Yeah, <laughs> he shit, up. Only because it's in retrospect. Yeah. That's why. Well, and even like I've been through the comedy scene, and and that was like my like. I mean, we all have like our joke about depression or like whatever on stage, but when you watch like eight comics go up in a row and are like, man, depression really got to me. This, and you're like, okay, now we can't laugh about it because sure, sure. you watch too many people joke about it. It's just sad. Right. You're like, this is no longer an open mic. This is like, I'm um, empathetic. This now, is m- emotional. Like, I'm crying and I just m- got to town. <laughs> it's right. like, um, but yes, uh, Seattle, I just, I mean, I know that area slightly well. I mean, even North Idaho with, Felt like six months of winter where you're like, once the clouds settle in, I mean, there was a time where the ski, it was, we call it an inversion where it's fucking colder down below than it is up above. But yeah, the ski resort would be like bluebird for like two weeks on end and downtown would just be sogged and shit. 
And so you'd have to like literally go up to the mountains to be to like, warm up. just son, give it to me, please. Wow, never heard of that climate before. Yeah, it was a weird. Bluebird? It was a weird few weeks. Um, bluebird, not a cloud in the sky. Oh, bluebird day. I've never heard it described that way. No. Yeah, me neither. What? <laughs> yeah, I think day. it's. A, I think it's maybe it's a ski world thing because. Everyone's looking for a bluebird day. I think you're more poetic than you thought. No, bluebird day. Okay, anybody listening <laughs> got my back. That's all I asked for. Send in a comment. So my bluebird. Did you, uh, you went from Tennessee to Seattle and then here? Did you hear? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, coming up on my five-year mark. Oh, okay. Months, Hell so. yeah. I feel like this is a good in-between from Nashville to Seattle. Yeah, this is it's kind of like the soup's too hot, the yeah. soup's too cold, well, the and, soup's just right. Yeah, and here <laughs> here you can almost cherish, like, the rainy days where you're like, oh, cool. I can sit around oh, and I look not, like, yeah, I can sit around <laughs> and not do much today. Like, But when it's sunny out or even above a certain temperature, like, I can't just sit around, you know? Oh, for sure. I'm like, I got to go outside or I feel guilty. Do you think, uh, so did you start cycling when in Tennessee? Yeah, I grew up, you know, BMX, oh, really? mountain biking. Hell you yeah, do dude. look like rad Yeah, the movie. Oh, <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you do look like you need an oversized BMX bike to this day. <laughs> and eventually in college, jumps. I, you know, kind of shifted towards uh, road cycling. Totally. But now I'm mostly gravel, but, you yeah. know, I'm a downhill rider and a single speed, so. I like any kind of cycling, really. Hell yeah! It's, is is yeah. there like, uh, I mean, it's a huge scene here, for sure. So it's a it, wide spectrum. What's it like comparable to the previous scenes before? Like just a lot more guys? options, really, and a lot more uh, um, variable terrain. You oh, know, totally. How you can okay. just pop into the mountains, Heard. just go to like Echo Lake, or just well, go straight east and yeah. just be like Kansas, you know. Yeah. Den and Denver has made it pretty damn easy. I know it's yes. amazing. I mean, even with just the plot. Like, you're like, I can shoot through town in 15 minutes, then I'm fine. Like, I ride my bike to multiple mics at the last few summers. Oh, yeah. And it's, I mean, cakewalk. And I'm, like, going up to Highlands, back down to, like, Baker. Right. And then over town, whatever. So you can, like, I mean, the fact that I can even ride my bike to three different mics in a night is a pretty, pretty damn post. I do want to film, like, a small... If you have any buddies with a camera skill and a bicycle. Well, it's funny uh, you mentioned that. Me and Dimitri, who owns a Z-Cycle, we're thinking about putting together just kind of like a little like bicycle indie film. That'd be tight. Just of like Denver bike scene and have like five or six characters that okay. you follow. Like scenes that don't seem like they're connected. But they are through But cycling. through a bicycle. Right. Yeah. And it might bring it together in like a final scene or something. But this is a fresh idea. We no. just had like two weeks ago. But we can definitely collaborate Well, it would be cool more. if they all have to end up at Z-Cycle for one reason right. or another. Right. And that's kind of like <laughs> the meeting, the watering hole. For yeah. sure. Well, and uh, um, yeah, like I've always wanted to film one where I go in or I like pedal to three or four different mics in a night. And then like I walk mm -hmm. in, you can get like B-roll footage get a couple jokes out on stage and then roll to the next spot, but right. have like B roll in between and then just a small, and you could film it like I, as a silly, like special who has even uh what's his name just did uh, in, in finance, I think did in finance. Yeah. Where yeah. he just got in cabs and he just rolled around the city and he filmed a special in like one night. Yeah. And it was just cool because it was like six different spots. Well, I think the, uh, between us, like all the friend circles we have, yeah. I think we could definitely make a film like that happen. I've just never met, I haven't met anybody that's like really confident and wants to roll with a camera and a bicycle. Sure. Just because like I've met plenty of cyclists and plenty of <laughs> videographers, but I've never met the the luck where I'm like, hey, follow me around the city tonight while I go to open mics. Hey, maybe we could just get like a cargo biker. I know yeah. we need to meet, you know, many of pedicabbers. For sure. So we could just be like, hey, just mm -hmm. roll with us So for the cameraman's sake. Yeah. That'd be fun. As as a skateboarder, it is like perfect to find that crossover person. Yeah, oh, it's like sure. yeah, I'll skate with you and film you. Mm -hmm. And it's like oh fuck. <laughs> and that's kind of just like what I've been waiting for because I've asked Jeff. I was like, Jeff, you want to roll around with me on my bicycle? He's like, no. I was like, fine, whatever. Dude. No, I have someone else. <laughs> I was what like, what if fine. you got him one of those sidecar 
Uh, yeah, that's carts. the one thing I was thinking too. Is like <laughs> if I had cargo bike, one of those like make something happen. kid, yeah, kid carts just behind me the whole time with ass shots. You get your Boston Terrier. Well, and I wouldn't be able to rip the way I'd like want to. Oh, for sure. <laughs> the cameraman <laughs> never gets to rip the way. Well, there's a 150 pound man behind me. I'm like, I just turned a pedal now. This sucks. <laughs> yeah, it would not be pleasant, but whatever. And uh, we, while we mentioned Z-Cycle, that's where you roast, right? Yeah, I roast in the basement. I rent office or a room, basically, from Dimitri yeah. there. Yeah. So you can get the beans there? Yeah, that's okay. where I, I would say my like main display shelf is. Yeah, for sure. Which actually, uh, tomorrow morning as well, um, me and my good friend Dylan, he's starting his own bakery. We're doing a coffee bake sale thing on yeah, yeah. the sidewalk in front of Z-Cycle. That'd be tight. And it's uh, from 8 a.m. to noon tomorrow. I mean, there's so many duos in this world, and coffee and pastries are, like, hand in one hand. of the most important duos. Right. Hand and and I get a lot of joy just from collabing with different entrepreneurs throughout the city. Well, and it's, um, I mean, it's fun to, like, I mean, even just mingle and sure. talk about your product that you're proud of, you know, where you're like, oh, check this shit out. I got it. Take right. it. Because you can, you can hit a pocket to where it just feels like you're hanging out, but yeah. you're also... Getting stuff done. Mm-hmm. So I do trying like, to like stay in that pocket. Oh, yeah. There's a comic in the scene who started his own hot sauce business. Okay. And he's been, he just quit his job and he's been farmer's market the last two days. Okay. And One been, on Pearl Street? Uh, I th- I'm not or quite sure. Park? I'm not quite sure where, uh, I was proud of him. I was, but yeah, I'm not quite sure what market he was. He uh, names all the hot sauces after comedians. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like Nikki Blazer. <laughs> like Gene, Gene Watt Milder. Okay. <laughs> Richard Fryer. Yeah. There's a whole theme to it. I did. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and he's a comic, too, which honestly is genius because he just gets up on stage and then, like, wears his merch or mm-hmm. whatever. Well, people are going to remember that, too. Yeah, for sure. Those names are going to be very mm-hmm. easy for them mm-hmm. to which, remember. While on merch, the baseball tee that Austin has is Everyone's very jealous cool shirt. Of them. Yeah. Oh, the roasty goes Ragland tea. Yeah, that's uh, that's my only T-shirt design right now. Okay. Just kind of like testing the market, see yeah. what people think. I love wearing it for at least the battles, and I mean it's a nice light shirt. Yeah, especially I, those I Ragland tees. I feel like anyone looks classy in those. <laughs> yeah. And I just the black well, and white. Uh, yeah, I just have a hard time with white. Oh, I'm like such a me, me too. <laughs> I'm such a dirtbag to where I'm like I need to keep this shirt for basically roast right. battles. <laughs> well, that's that's mostly why my wardrobe is black. It's yeah, like, oh, so yeah. You, don't, you don't really see the stains for as much. For sure, you know? I definitely wear a majority of dark colors, right. and when I do, it's not. I mean, white especially. No, if it is, it's like it's gonna be white for about a week. Oh yeah, I just found a dope ass uh, pair of j- white uh, Dickies overalls. Oh, sick. And they were, like, the Benjamin Moore, like, legitimate, like, overalls. And they were all white. I wore them once. I was like, I, I got to tie dye these black. Yeah, that's what I was going to And then suggest. I just, yeah. All right, we could just coffee stain them. Yeah, that's dude, what we that could start would, doing. I, I need to redo it. With coffee. I was trying to figure it out. I was like, what kind of ink can I just, like, make up? Just come by the shop. I got dude, so many yeah, <laughs> extra that, coffee beans. Man. That's tight. Um, I'm down. Because I wanted to redo it because it, I tried to do it black. And it came out more of like a blue, sure, just because sure. it wasn't as like I want it like dark, black and white. Well, I've been considering uh, doing a photo shoot um, with these extra coffee beans. Like, get a Bath claw tub. foot tub yeah. and put it in the middle of a park somewhere, dude, and then make it look like yeah, the even bath water is coffee. Then sure. I can just get in it naked and like wear a top hat. <laughs> dude, uh, just a weird a, photo shoot. I guarantee perfect. you. I guarantee you, if you did. A collab with Z Cycle Shop and Roasty Goes Coffee to do a calendar, people would pay money for that. Yeah, no doubt about it. Especially if it was just sitting on the counter, and you looked around and everybody that was in the shop was also <laughs> partially nude in the calendar right in front of you. Yeah, They'd we know like, enough cyclists. We yeah, need to start talking oh, guarantee, about this. Guarantee, guarantee. My mom, I once found a 1973 calendar for women. It was, like, in the shed. We were, like, doing a yard sale. And I was like, Mom, what's this? <laughs> and that was, like, of an of, of age adult. But uh, it was just so funny because it was 73, and men were just, like, 100% covered in hair. But it would be, like, a photo shoot where it would be, like, a guy on a phone, and he's just, like, holding it barely over his junk. <laughs> and it was, like, very exposed. Or it would be, like, a picnic and a wine bottle, and that was it. But, yeah, I asked for if I could keep it. She said no. 
<laughs> we can recreate that. Oh, for sure. You know? Yeah. But with cyclists. Well, and Denver's open enough about it. You only need cheese men. You're allowed to get naked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're allowed to get naked and cheese men, I'm pretty sure. I mean, yeah, with all the poi kids at the pavilion. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially male nudity. That's actually cheese men's thing. Yeah. Come out with naked. <laughs> That's why you avoid the porta potties. Yeah, we, there's probably a naked person in there. So, <laughs> I've heard. Um, yeah, the um, if you ever do want to ride bicycles, I'm always down. Um, I, uh, I, yeah, that's where I got my like Instagram handle was jokes and spokes. Well, I feel like that's kind of what's brought us all together. That's <gasps> the main theme mm-hmm. is bicycles. Yeah, I'm a fan. I am a fan. I want to do another bike tour and get out. Like, I want to go south, really. Yeah. Just somewhere I haven't seen. Well, uh, I used to go to Ragbri often. I know that's coming Dude, up that's soon. that's gnarly ride. Yeah. Whoever does fucking that. I once hung out with this uh, fucking, what, where was that guy from? I don't know. He was from some uh, European country. Real, oh, I know that guy. Yeah. No, he was just a real nub. <laughs> oh, yeah. I met yeah, him on Denver bike. definitely knows. I met him on bike <laughs> tour, and he was so gnarly where I was like, Kind of coming to the end of my tour, I was doing like 30 miles a day maybe and being like, let's set up camp here. He was like, I got to get to San Francisco by Tuesday. <laughs> I'm like, it's two days away. You got a thousand miles of riding. Anyways, he was gnarly as fuck, but he, yeah, he does that every year. He does like, he holds like the world record for most squats in 24 hours or some shit. And he did it in like the Vegas strip where it was just people surrounding him. And he's doing squats. So 24 hours. Huh? I don't know. Dude, he's a nutball. Right. I I forget his even Instagram. Oh, no. Handle. Cyclists are people like that. That's almost a full-time job. And, and yeah. I just don't have time. No, that's like the that. thing. It's like, I'm glad to use my bicycle as transportation and happiness. But, uh, no, I've never been gnarly, gnarly right. like that. That's well, cycling is sure. kind of therapy, too, mm-hmm. in a way. At least for me. Definitely. Well, and it's like a sense of being free. You're rolling fast. I got on my bike yesterday for the first time in a while, and I, I just, <laughs> I just started pedaling. I had to catch green lights, and I was like, "This is too fun now." Yeah. And I was just rolling into fucking Rhino from Downing. I was like, "I, I mean, I'm not gonna stop." That's what you can't. Nope. It's, it is uh, how you were saying freeing. Like it is cool that you like feel alone, even if you are with a group of people, or you're, you, because you can feel like you can be anywhere in a certain like so quickly. Yeah. And you can just skirt around in spots that nobody else can go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, and I've never really I've never really ridden my bike much with people. Like I've always been a solo rider. I originally got in I was a skateboarder most of my life. I mean I still am, but um that whole like punk era of like, oh fuck bikes. Oh, for sure. Fuck bikes. Just I'm a skater. Animosity, for yeah. Sure. And it's just like whatever. It's like you can't do both. You gotta yeah. pick a side. And it's like why? And then I got my uh then I got my third DUI. And that's when <laughs> But I was also like I immediately went from being like a piece of shit to riding my bike at least like six to eight miles a day. And that was before nine o'clock every morning because they made me take a breathalyzer at the jail every day yeah. and they took my license away and the jail was like three and a half miles away so it was it was a big part of your recovery yeah definitely well and it, like i lost 40 pounds within the first <laughs> two months where i went from being like a bloated water weight piece of shit <laughs> to my friends being like did you pick up heroin are you okay you know you said no i picked yeah. up I, I pick it up freedom, <laughs> but it was like, and then, I mean, now I've done two bicycle tours and I mean, absolutely in love with my bicycle. So, but even that first year where I had to pedal, like all those miles, I went from riding like a mountain bike to an old like Schwinn varsity. That was a little small for me to like this Schwinn mid nineties racer. And so like I had like progressed through three different bikes and I was like flying back and forth by that time i was like oh this is easy now yeah but yeah yeah once you get it locked in you you crave cycling mm-hmm. at least i do oh for sure i feel weird if i haven't biked in a couple of days yeah just like heroin yeah it so. is when your sure tire is flat you yeah. share your friend's needle yeah well and even like i mean even i'm even <laughs> yeah even with the it is and like when you don't have it you feel like there's that endorphin hit that you're missing yeah yep. it, i mean it's the same with stage time where if I don't get up, I feel weird and antsy and do angry you guys for no reason. Do destinations? Like I like to just uh, pick a spot and then know I have to go in that direction, and then I'll go in different roads. Sure, that, like there's no then. set route. Yeah, type of thing. And it, yeah, I think that depends on mood. Sometimes okay, I'll yeah. ride. Sometimes I'll ride. I mean, I definitely enjoy 
having a destination and it's fun to like, I can do it in this amount of time. I'm going to get there by this time. It's almost like depending on it where you're like, oh, if I leave at this amount of time, I can, I have to be there. I don't know. So it is, I definitely like riding to destinations, but if you're angry and need to just fucking get out, <laughs> you can just hit a trail or whatever and pedal. Yeah, because I definitely have days where I don't want to bicycle with anyone. No. But I call them space rides where it just, I just bike. Yeah. Just yeah. be like, all right, I'm just going to take a left here. Well, yeah. I feel like you see so much that way. Yes. Oh, it, oh I wouldn't know Denver, the, even the city alone. <laughs> As well as I do if it wasn't for biking. Well, every every new city I've moved to, um, I try to go on a bike ride soon and mm-hmm. intentionally get lost Yeah, for an hour or two. <laughs> That's not a bad way to go about it. No, I figure out the city much quicker. Yeah. Route. Well, and it is like, or having a friend. Sure. I like having like a guide, like my first few bike rides with Phil even. He took me some like weird places where I'm like... There's a dog food factory right here. What the fuck is this thing? <laughs> that's what that's. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh, I never knew. But it was like I'd never been in like that neck of the woods or whatever it was. Um, There's so many small like what are the hole in the walls type places here mm-hmm. in Denver because there's so many neighborhoods and each neighborhood has its own like vibe and community and like For sure. it's crazy that there are so many pockets and then because Denver is so interconnected with the bike trails, I mean you can get anywhere and just find so much. Yeah, the other place I rode my bicycle that I thought was um, pretty unreal for transportation in, like, the city uh, was San Francisco. Oh, okay. There's this route in San Francisco. It's called the Wiggle, and it just goes along the, like, base of all, like, the steep hills. So you can ride through the city without having to, like, hit any gnarly climbs, and you get in there at 5.30, 6 o'clock, and it's just... You're just rolling salmon. Just wiggle. I mean, there's a hundred, dude, there's hundreds of people. Like, I've been on fucking critical mass that without even, not even that many people. Oh. Like, I was like, I gotta, I gotta get to a mic, but this was just rush hour. I was just just like, oh shit. Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday, five o'clock. I mean, thousands of cyclists. And it was just this one route that everyone just followed and you fucking pedaled off your way when you got to your destination. Like so many people get hurt. I imagine they have like a wing in the hospital. Well, the yeah. Wiggles. Yeah. The wiggle, the wiggle kids. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, the well, wiggle wing. And so my roommate just said that he was at the hospital and they claim that scooter Saturdays and it's a conspiracy to keep the hospital in business. I'm sure. <laughs> no. I'm sure for like Rhino and Lodo area. Oh, I imagine. <laughs> And even them, it's like, don't, yeah, get off the fucking sidewalk. You can, yeah, I don't know. It I is agree. frustrating. Well, I mean, that's why they call it a sidewalk, right? Mm-hmm. Not a side ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, and it's like, I don't know, I've pedaled through quite a few cities on my bicycle. Yeah. And by no means did I ever think it was okay to push pedestrians out of the way. Oh, and sure. Like, I mean, especially the scooters that are ringing the bell at you dude, yeah. when you're the pedestrian. I almost, dude, if I was audacity. angry, yeah. If I was more angry, <laughs> I, walk, I like walking too, but. <laughs> Do you remember that night outside of the show? We watched that couple riding it together. Oh, that was so funny. Just eat it. And then Ooh. it was like in front of like five comics though, so it was just immediate conversation about what they oh, were course, going through. Like, and oh, we're I'm like, talking about this in my set tomorrow yeah. night. <laughs> We're like, first date, she's pissed, you're not getting laid, good yeah, luck, pal. She was so mad. Like, yeah, it was so funny. Lose, <laughs> lose all around. It was like a light rainstorm, and he just tried to like go around this corner and just whoop. Oh, it was raining too. Yeah. God. It was a slap on the ground. Two bodies, that's for sure. Do you, uh, in the world of coffee, was there like a cup of coffee or a place or a drink that got you addicted? Like, was there a first favorite? Well, there was. Well, we'll start with this story. Like, I'll always remember my first cup of coffee. Really? It was given to me by my grandy. And I was five years old, which in (laughs) retrospect, I'm sure she got in trouble for. Yeah. (laughs) You don't think it was decaf? No. Was it good or bad? It was good, but, you know, my five-year-old brain, there was sugar and yeah. creamer in there, so okay, it was yeah. more than just the caffeine. Yeah, for sure. I was wondering, I thought it was like a almost like smoke this whole pack type of situation where it was like, oh, you want black coffee? Here you go. But uh, one coffee that really stood out to me, it was actually with the company where I shadowed that roaster. Um, it was this Panama Geisha coffee bean. And I just didn't realize 
till that point, how smooth like top shelf coffee could be, almost to where you it would be the biggest insult to put cream or sugar in. Yeah, it. almost just sure. getting like top shelf bourbon, scotch, yeah. what have you, or even food. Yeah, steak exactly. with ketchup. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Like you don't go to. Ruth's Chris and get ketchup with <laughs> yeah. your fucking porterhouse. You know? yeah. What's crazy about that is it's also dependent on how it's brewed. Exactly. Like, you could totally fuck it up just based off of how hot you make the water. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that, like, uh, the bean goes into it, the type of pole, whether you're doing the machine or pour Right, or yeah, whatever. the um, the coarse grind. Yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, there's so many variables in the coffee world. But Do you have a favorite now of, like, uh, a way to make coffee? I was just going to ask. I'm, yeah, it is a good one, right? Uh, I mean, I think a pour over is the most like visually pleasing. It is, right? But it's sexy. The bloom. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Once you see the like ground bloom. Well, and, and especially all that. some of those glass containers alone. Right. You're like, meow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Like, oh, we're drinking this? Oh, all okay. Right. <laughs> but uh, probably cold brew for me. But yeah. um, specifically nitro cold brew. We actually, uh, me and Dimitri at Z Cycle Shop, we modified a mini fridge into a kegerator really so we actually sell nitro cold brew by the glass behind the counter at z cycle i didn't know that i would have snagged one every time i've been there yeah um and it goes they say with nitro it goes into your veins quicker something like that i don't know any science about that (laughs) that, your veins uh, not even your stomach (laughs) it goes straight into your bloodstream i mean maybe i'll probably you heard with the that. nitro, it penetrates through your... <laughs> oh, you're drinking it? No, it's IV. Yeah. It elevates you as a yeah. human. It, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, when I toured on my bicycle, I used the AeroPress. And it was just because it was light. But there would yeah. be times where I was just, like, addicted to it. <laughs> I'd fucking have four AeroPresses right. Well, it's the I'd perfect everywhere yeah. method. Because mm-hmm. even if you're bikepacking, yeah. since that hard plastic, because I've had an AeroPress for about seven years now, mm-hmm. and at home, that's how I make it every yeah. time. The same mine's one? still sitting. Excuse me? It's the same one? Yeah, same yeah. one. Damn, dude. Yeah, mine's been, I mean, mine's seen some shit. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. Um, well, they make those big ones now. It's where you can I, make like a quarter... I, Hot yeah, coffee. I did, I did see that. I was, where did I see? I was like a. I thought it was a gag or something. I was like, that's giant. Um, do you know the AeroPress? It's like a. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's made by uh, Arobi, which is cool right. enough for anybody. <laughs> Arobi has the world's fall, farthest man-thrown object. Um, oh, the more you know. <laughs> the Arobi. I'm a f- huge fan. Frisbee fan. <laughs> um, Nashville. How old were you when you moved out of there? Uh, I was 26. 26. Okay. 26. So yeah. you, yeah, you had some hooligan years. Oh, for up, sure. Yeah. I mean, my 20s were definitely a was roller it, coaster. Yeah. Was it in the city <laughs> or was it like? Um, It's like I was getting closer and closer to the city, like the older I got, yeah. you know, because I went to high school in a place a little bit outside of Nashville, south of it called uh, Murfreesboro. Nice. Because I've never been... I've always wanted, especially Nashville. It's yeah. the only place that I've really been like, oh, yeah. It's um, definitely fun to experience. I haven't really been back a lot since yeah. I've moved away, so I imagine it's probably a different city than what I was used to. Well, that's everywhere. Yeah, that's every city, though. I mean, I hear it about Denver. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just I just like, got here. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, cool. It's dope. <laughs> I'm having fun. Um, but, yeah, it, I mean, even, I guess... I worked in Baker when COVID like hit and that was like kind of an eye opening thing when that neighborhood kind of shut down where I was like, Oh shit. And then, uh, it's, it's good to see it come back to life. Like a oh, Baker definitely. neighborhood, it, like there's a lot of comedy and stuff, but it's, I think finally back to its normal or at least kind of what it was. So, I mean, that's where I hang well, out. I feel like we're like 85% there. Yeah, we're getting there. So it all, It's also different, right. though. And the well, like times. I went to a show the other night, and they didn't ask me for my Vax card. So. Yeah, I know. Cool. I know. Well, and even like, uh, what, what was it, Three Kings, now it's HQ? Yeah, actually. Like, they're still doing the same shows that Three Kings would do, but in a fancier location, or a fancier building, I guess. Right. Just nicer lights. Yeah. yeah exactly. I, so I walked by the Queers were playing not long ago, and I just sat outside listening to them for a while. Yeah, you really don't like, even need a ticket. You know. just stand right There's outside a, like, the big windows. I yeah. do love that about that venue. Yeah. I do, yeah. Because, like, I mean, I saw the Queers when I was, like, 
six seventeen maybe at some dirty venue in Spokane, Washington. Nice. And I was like, I mean, this was, it's still a great was a great show. Yeah. But to be like, oh, you guys, hey, well, that's cool. <laughs> I'm just gonna step back and watch this. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that neighborhood's fun. Yeah, I go to High Dive a lot. I mm-hmm. really enjoy that venue. Totally. Yeah. I know. I've seen some comedy when the uh, High Plains Comedy Festival is once a year, and they do some rad comedy shows there. Okay. Yeah, people have recorded there. Uh huh. What what time of year does that usually happen? Um, that's a I want to say, uh, not spring, obviously, but yeah, fall. <laughs> I think okay. it's like October. Yeah, I want to say maybe um, November. Maybe, it's still not like terribly cold out because I remember running around. But it basically takes over Baker. Okay. To where there's like Irish Rover, H Q. Kind of like UMS. When yeah. That happens. Um, right. I think some shows ended up. We went to a show at the Paramount, but that was like a bigger yep. name. Mutiny. Yeah, Mutiny Information Cafe. There's just, like, that block where you can catch, like, three comedy shows in a night. Right. I saw Rory Scovel, <laughs> who's, like, a, I'm a big fan of. This dude just ended up chatting with one of his podcast idols. Literally, yeah, my just probably on the one sidewalk. of my favorite podcasts. Really? <laughs> yeah. And then my that was my goal. I literally just walked around outside, <laughs> back and forth, saying I was going to meet the dollop. And, uh, and it I happened. Did. Oh, absolutely. You manifested. It happened in a weird way because we were all just like hanging outside at HQ. <laughs> and then you're like 10 minutes later, you got back to me. You're like, dude, I just talked to someone. <laughs> it was very <laughs> surreal. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa, cool. And when I bumped into them, like they were like, oh, cool. And then I just started like dropping as many things, references as I could. Where sure. I was just like uh, clearly a fan. And they were like, damn, okay, well. We'll put you on the list. We got free tickets for you if you don't have them already. And, and you're like sick. Yeah, they were like, good luck. You're doing what you're doing. And it was cool. Yeah. Well, and it was weird because the internet said it was sold out, but there was obviously seats available. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what they said. Yeah. Oh, there's definitely seats available. Right. Well, <laughs> some of those venues are weird like that off Broadway. Like, you can't buy the tickets online anymore, but there's still door tickets. Yeah. Which I'm kind of yeah. confused about. But. Which, I don't know. I think that... I don't know. There's something about hanging out in a concert line with people you're about to like dance with and not like really talk too much and sure, hang sure. out with. It's definitely becoming more obsolete. Yeah, but um, I do like looking at the crowd ahead of time and then noticing them again later. It's oh. like a callback almost. It's always yeah. funny, yeah, seeing someone you dance with for like two sets of a concert and then right. you smoke a cigarette with them and you're like, yeah, I, I had fun. I was fun. It was good <laughs> fun. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> I picked up your hat, dude. Yeah, remember when you <laughs> fell over? Like those counters where you don't even know each other's names. No. You don't ask for it. No. Because you just appreciate the random encounter. Well, the, oh. the connection's deeper than that. Yeah. It's oh, deeper it than names. Spokane was small enough to where I saw multiple people at different like concerts and it would be I've never even met this man before. I've just danced with them seventeen times at oh, fucking yeah. different and oh, you Spokane. Mean ripped up no effects shirt? Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. You know him yeah. by a piece of clothing. Yeah. Like, oh mullet girl. Yeah, yeah leather know. jacket. Yeah, yeah. You got me with those studs once. That guy. I know him. Um yeah, basically. <laughs> well, and even BR, like BR this dude in my small town, he's like the one kid that played metal music. And there was one time no one would play music with him, so he started, like, a one-man band where he would just, like, beat on a fucking kick drum and rip on the guitar and scream into a microphone. It was tight as fuck. Anyways, BR. <laughs> BR you wouldn't see for, like, months, and he would, I mean, you lived in a very small town where you thought you saw everybody. Right. And then you would only see him at the, like, metal concerts, where you're like, dude, where have you been? It's like, I never left the show. <laughs> it's like, I've been you know where I was. Yeah. <laughs> been waiting. Been waiting for this next one. Yeah, BR is tight. Um, I I do think in the world of uh, you both can probably speak to this. People that enjoy coffee and tattoos, there is a oh, lot yes. of cliche yeah. crossover. Yes. What is your cliche crossover tattoo that you don't like seeing? Because I have at least one. I, I'm like, over death before decaf. Oh, that's a tattoo yeah. people get. Oh yeah. Oh, all right. Well, you should. Uh, do you have that tattoo? Because you no, should. No, I, I don't. <laughs> have, I don't have yeah, I should have that tattoo. <laughs> no, I was like, I feel like the uh, the uh, theme of death with coffee is just yeah. way too played out. 
And I mean, I know people get that idea from my company just because the ghost <laughs> is the logo. I get it. So they're you like, started doing the same. You're yeah. hating on yourself. But yeah. I'm going more for kind of like a like labyrinth or dark crystal kind of like <laughs> dark like fantasy, whimsical kind of. You I could like easily that a lot. Like a dark original. house in Wonderland, like not yeah. horror, but for sure, almost a little bit. Like, <laughs> just like Tim Burton, for sure. Tim Burton, or like Coraline, things yeah. like that. Tim Burton meets caffeine. Trippy yes. obscure. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> Trippy obscure. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen that as a tattoo. Death before decaf. I've seen that one. I've seen the the cherry blossoms. You know, uh, like the cherries that they come from. I've seen yeah. that one a few times. That one's like a little artsy, though. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just a hipsters enjoy tattoos and coffee. Yeah. So they're trying to be clever. Some degree or something. So can I tell you mine? Sure. That I was thinking about getting... Because I have worked in coffee shops for a while. Okay. Um, I definitely don't pretend to know much about the coffee itself or the process of how it's made. I mean, right. I know a lot more about how to make a latte. Sure. Um, but I've thought about doing on my hand a tamp. Oh, okay. It's like uh, my tamp stamp. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like See, that's clever enough. Though, yeah, all know? right. As long as it's original... Yeah, hipsters are usually. That's down. what I'm about with tattoos. Yeah, it's like if it's your idea, I've, go for it. Yeah, you know? there's like, you know I've never walked into a tattoo. I've never well, I've only gotten a couple professionally done, but to like walk in and be like, I want that one. I guess it's crazy <laughs> to me. Yeah, yeah, I've never been a wall picker for no. tattoos. Well, and even like I have. I have garbage tattoos, but <laughs> like those like came out of weird coloring books that no one else I guarantee you had a tattoo of. Sure, sure. That I was like looking through my nephew's winter coloring book. I'm like, right. I'm gonna take this page and get a snowman tattooed on me. Yeah. Well, a lot of my co- um, tattoos are like comic book based. Oh, really? So, and I'll just get it from the page itself. Be like, hey, can you just? That's like, what, re- I'll just bring the comic in with me. Yeah, that's what this was like a Batman issue five thirty four yeah. or some shit. And I made sure, like I, I was gonna. I don't even remember what it was, but when I got it, when I got it, <laughs> when I got it, I was like, "Oh, I'll be able to refer to this comic book exactly." And then that was and everyone's fucking, like, "What comic book?" Yeah, <laughs> that was fucking years ago. I was like, you know, Batman issue. Boo, boo, boo. It's like, oh, don't even try. Just forget it, actually. But yeah, that was like that. That was this one for sure. I was young when that one happened. I'm an empty canvas. I don't have any. I got a tattoo tattoos. machine. Let's go. I was thinking about doing your face dude. on my back. Yeah, yeah, dude. Steve-o? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you have dude. been watching a lot. Of yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Someone else's face. I think it's funny that it's his face. That's the joke. It'd be weird if you got my face. Well, I've well, I already be, had a... Sorry, go ahead. It would just be hack if I did my own yeah. face. So yeah. I got to do yours. Someone else's. Yeah. Well, I've had uh, several people question why i don't have a roasty ghost tattoo tattoo yeah and i'm barely a year in yeah i don't want to jinx myself necessarily sure, yeah. <laughs> all that, tanks you know it's just gonna be there that or yeah you could come up with something silly or like i don't know that involves your company but you don't. yeah i don't know it's still a girlfriend it's not yeah yes. it's not yeah you're not trying to <laughs> rush into it yeah exactly i'm not trying to rush into it yeah. i'll get one i don't care <laughs> oh, it will happen one day. That would be don't know for an yeah. event. I mean, if you want to, if you want a tattoo on somebody, I'm well, even before I had my LLC, people were like, "Get a tattoo." I'm, like, I'm not. I haven't even started. Yeah, <laughs> You're like I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. Um, Evan, will you play us in? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. We gotta get the show started. We have yeah. intro music. Yeah, I feel like we're warmed up. You feel ready, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Nope, that's not it. Oh, you played the wrong one. Nope, that's not it either. You're failing. We did do, uh, go for it. Oh, God, now there's multiple things playing at once. Oh, that's not even cool anymore. Let's do this. We did uh, the first roast battle. Was that the first roast battle that we recorded? Yeah. Uh, Because we record the roast battle live, and we've just been getting, we just started getting video in, because I've... Uh, talk to the commissioner of all of roast battle, and there's different there's uh, league starting where there's like Chicago, Austin, 
uh, okay. New York, so LA. Do all the cities compete against? All the one cities another? will have like their chapter, sure, of like roasters or like a certain league in general. Is there a playoff? Like um, after? Uh, the I'm sure at some point. I'm not quite selected. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm not quite sure what. Anyways, my goal by the end of 2020 is to be involved with Roast Battles League. So hopefully gain a little bit more traction yeah. and a little bit more. But what I recorded, uh, when we first recorded, I recorded um, advertisements for Roasty Ghost Coffee. I don't know if you ever heard them. I did not get a chance to hear one of those yet. <laughs> okay, so we probably did 20 minutes of it. Okay. And we don't need to do all of that right now. But here, no. I'll, we wanted to show like a little bit of... What, what did I get... I don't even remember. I know you were asking for like sound bites. Like, well, I was saying if you wanted them as a sound bite to do something like silly with, commercial wise, commercial wise, well, that's what we or made. Just like, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah so let's here, rom com for Rusty Ghost. It was 2019 <laughs> that I really started to roast coffee, and I can't get over the fact that. All my friends and family have been so supportive. Here at Roasty Ghost Coffee, we do an amazing job. We have 32 ounces, 64 ounces. I like stop this one. <laughs> Don't do that one, whatever it is. Okay, like this is a late 80s infomercial. Yeah. 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 He just was like throwing songs at me. What else you got? Ooh, this one. When I was 26, I stopped drinking alcohol. And man, did I start drinking coffee, if you know what I mean. We all need a substitute. We do. And uh, here at Roasty Ghost Cop, <laughs> stop. I like, couldn't even keep stop. it together. Vice for vice, I swear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A struggling alcoholic who needs just a slight vice. Is life as bitter as our cold brew? <laughs> Find Roasty Ghost Coffee. Uh, I forgot all about them until earlier today. Right like, didn't we do these advertisements? The this is kind of reminding me of when I'm building my website, like, for the origin of the Roasty yeah, Ghost. Yeah, for sure. I want to just get, ask 20 of my friends just to make up their own story. Yeah. I want it to be just a huge game of telephone. Yeah. People like, no, I heard it was like this hobo <laughs> in the alleyway of Portland. That's funny. Cause I, yeah, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen like a documentary, but it was more of like a mockumentary where they were just interviewing. And it was like, they were like, that guy's a piece of shit. Like, right. I want the whole human. spectrum. Yeah. Of that, <laughs> for sure. You could easily do that as like a small mockumentary. That'd be funny. I don't know why. Yeah. I just want to create that. Yeah. Confusion. <laughs> Backstory. <laughs> I know. Just probably well, not got, the best got, angle, but yeah, I got I seventeen uh, advertisements there for you of me breaking character <laughs> midway through. What else is there? Am I a recovering alcoholic? <laughs> everyone. <I don't> know. <laughs> no, that wasn't supposed to be me, but that was it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh. Man. I've always wanted to go to Denver. <laughs> We're going. And if you're planning a trip to Denver, make sure you check out the Roasty Ghost Coffee. <laughs> See, this one's dope. I love coffee. <laughs> Roasted right here in Denver, Colorado, Cap Hill neighborhood. In the basement of a bicycle shop. How many ounces? <laughs> <laughs> no more travel commercials. That was no like travel commercials. <laughs> I feel like we need to have an afternoon and just like yeah. work on these. For oh yeah, a few. Hours. That was just like him throwing songs at me, and I didn't know what to say. No, it should be all improv. Yeah. And just see what we that. come up with. It's so much. Fun. It is that. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only game I let Evan play with, like it, but with improv and <laughs> podcast games. He lives his life in a podcast where he just throws games at you. <laughs> Let's name the top five movies from the nineties. It's like, well, no, I don't want to do that. No. <laughs> It's a fun bit. Yeah, I know you enjoy it. I tried to do the most cheeses recently. Most cheeses? Who oh, can name gross. The most che- I know. We're not playing podcast It game. got shut down quickly. I bet it did. Just like this. I bet it did. <laughs> um. Well, I think let's wrap this up. Reeves, do you have any questions for me? Anything oh. you're curious or weirdly interested about Austin? <laughs> uh, just keep roasting my ass. Yeah, and we'll dude. Be good. I know. I need to, I need to, I need to write... Uh, I need to get some yeah, solid bits out about Roasty Ghost Coffee, even if it's just bringing it in and, like, having one or two. Oh, Roasting we'll coffee yeah. as a whole. Um, next like one is that wide right. Of coffee. Yeah. 
roasting. Yeah, we'll do. We'll just do a solid roast of you. One day. <laughs> oh, I'll definitely be there for that yeah, one. That one be tight. <laughs> and I'll just you throw coffee be, beans yeah. at the stage. Oh, that'd be sick. oh, I can give everyone in the crowd mm-hmm. pouches of coffee beans. To yeah, them. like sell them as dime bags. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, what's up? I got some fucking. I got um, that good caffeine, bro. Yeah. Um, next one is at the twenty fourth of this month. At Wide Right. It's a late show, so it'll be like 10, 10, 15. Okay. But if you want to come hang out, please. Prime ghost hour. Yeah, ghosting hour for sure. Um, yeah, it's been stoked to have you on board. Um, I think Roast Battle will become something cool in the near future, and I'm excited to see. I'm excited for the battles coming up. Yeah. Like, even these ones are very exciting. Um, I know. I well, the shifting scenes, everything. I feel me. like the city's responding. Yeah. Yes. And it's... uh. It's, well, and Denver really doesn't have a roasting. Who do we got? We got Jamal Reed, Quentin Johnson, Hannah Popkin against Dylan Cantor, I, Jen Sutherland and Evan Davis. I whooped Dylan Cantor just for <laughs> yeah. And Josh Creeden against Adam. Do you make it to most of them at Wide Rider? I record them, yeah. So oh, I'm so always you're there. always there. Oh, okay. yeah, for sure. Yeah, he records them as a, as a podcast. Well, that's the way we started. And then recently we had video where, like, I put up a reel. Yeah, like yesterday of it. But oh yeah, I saw that. On the yeah, ground. it's yeah. been tight. It's been and, fun. Um, all of the podcasts do start. I feel like I because Austin's not going to say it. It would be weird if he did. But with a very full Roasty Ghost plug. Yeah, this show's been sponsored by Roasty Ghost Coffee. Hey, and we've got the ghost beans here for I all know. the victory. Well, one time I had everyone pull their phone out and follow you on Instagram immediately, <laughs> like in the room. And I think you were like on a date that night, so I'm like, yeah, he's on a date. Don't worry about it. It's just gonna <laughs> b- just blow up his phone. It's fine. <laughs> right. And so I was like, yeah, I was he's like, he's just pull out your phone. And so maybe I'll do that more often. And watching the comics get all excited to win the beans. No, people are like stoked, especially poor comics. Yeah. Like, you don't mean I don't have to spend eleven dollars on a pound of coffee? I'm like, this is like you just won jokes. it, right? No, just I'm gonna write all night. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah because uh, most people are very excited about it. It's pretty tight. Well, the roast inspires the roast. Yeah, I know, and we'll uh, we'll keep roasting. We'll keep roasting. Reeves, thanks for being here, dude. Yes, appreciate you. Appreciate you too. Yeah, anytime. This episode will be out in uh, a few days. Sick. Yeah, yeah. Monday. Monday. That's a few. Come on in, bro. <laughs> Let's do this. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honest conversations with Austin Langley. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>